0: Welcome, everybody, to Chair Shots, the abdominal stretch of sports radio. We talk wrestling so you don't have to. In this interactive podcast, we're going to be breaking down wrestling for the past week. If you want to join in the show, every time you hear this sound of a chair shot, oh my God. we all drink. <laughs> my name is Logan, and I'll be your host.
1: With me, as always, we have our resident guru, Jason. Jason, what do you have to say to the people this week? If Mojo Raleigh got hyped in the woods and no one there was there to see it, would he stay hyped?
0: And that's Jason. (laughs) Let's get right into our quick hits for the evening. Quick hit number one. Kenny Omega is rumored to return, rumored not to return. It's back and
1: forth. Who really knows? What do you think? Is he going to show up for the Rumble? No, uh, he's under contract till after the Rumble. But if you ask him, he's going to be there and he's going to win. Uh, He's told several people that he might be there, he might not be there. He also told somebody that if he is there, he's going to win. Uh, And I think the best out of all of them was he's been signing autographs the past week as Kenny Omega and then putting above them number 30. What? To signify like he'd be the 30th person in the Rumble. So no, I don't think he'll be there, uh, but it it would be pretty awesome. Um, I know someone posted that Pro Wrestling
0: Tees put something out there where it was like, hurry up and get your Kenny Omega before he's under contract to WWE because won't be able to sell his merchandise anymore. Great marketing ploy or something really there?
1: Yeah, no, something that's gotten uh, very popular, or not popular, just something that's been a uh, a reaction or an effect of, of wrestlers going from the indies to the WWE, uh, they have to pull their merchandise off of pro wrestling tees because the WWE is going to sell their own merchandise with their new likeness uh specifically recently chris hero i bought i had to buy a chris hero shirt before they all disappeared because he went back to cash sono right so um no it's a good marketing ploy they did it with somebody else recently i can't remember who it was they're like oh so and going to wb don't forget did your, t- your t-shirt before they disappear and did they go uh i don't remember I, It was somebody who was going it might have been chris hero but it was somebody who was going uh, there's there's so many great talented wrestlers with great great um t-shirts on pro wrestling tees if you haven't checked it out please go they have so many good wrestlers on there and the money goes straight to the wrestlers so it does it's a good service for wrestlers to get their name out and their merchandise out and to make some money off quick hit number
2: two
0: um we are less than 10 days away from the xfl uh 30 for 30 I know we talked about it
1: once a few weeks back. How excited are you now that it's so close? I actually forgot about it. I didn't forget about the actual thing, but I forgot that it was coming out Super weekend. So I'm really excited. Um, Rod Smart was on Facebook the other day. He hate me. Yeah, they, um, they had a pop-up Hall of Fame for the XFL in New what? York the other day with, um, with all kinds of like cheerleader outfits and helmets. And Rod Smart was there. He hate me. Um, Which we talked probably the two that go in is
0: Rod Smart and Tommy Maddox.
1: Yeah, that, that's your Hall of Fame right there. That and the guy that broke his clavicle the first, like, start of the game.
0: Yeah, he, he really set a tone.
1: Other than that, um, I want to say there was one other quarterback who not necessarily did big in the NFL, but was big in the XFL. I can't remember who it was. but Yeah, he broke a bunch of records, I think. Tommy Maddox
0: won it. Yes, yeah. But that's the other we, guy we broke found the out. records. Yeah, we found yeah. out
1: last time that Tommy Maddox actually won the million-dollar game.
0: Yeah um i'm excited for it. it's not only supposed to be about like the xfl like games and it talks about like the upcoming how they decided to do it how they thought it might be able to counteract the nfl so it's going to be really interesting from a business aspect also
1: yeah one of my my actual favorite 30 for 30s is the usfl one uh that one's really interesting to see how they went through those steps of the business and basically how donald trump killed the usfl I just, like, went in there and was like, oh, I let this team, well, we're going to move to the Falls. We're going to compete against the NFL instead of work with the NFL. And So hopefully the XFL takes the same cue like the people who did it and the guy who did it. Uh, it's actually Dick Ebersol, who was the, the program director or the chairman of NBC. His son directed it. So he's going to have all kinds of inside knowledge on, on what happened and how things happened and how it went down. So it should be really good. Oh, my God.
0: Quick hit number three, and this is one that I personally really wanted to hear from you.
1: Is the Cruiserweight division already doomed? No, no, not at all. Um, it's growing pains, to say the least. You only got ten people. They have way more people on the main roster, and they have the same problem on the main roster. I read an article today that's what I've been saying for weeks. It's stale. They're. It's not even stale that they're doing the same thing every week. It's that they're doing the same thing every week with the same people. How many times have we seen Jericho, Rollins, and, and Reigns in some sort of capacity?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's way more doomed than you do to the point of 205 is probably doomed.
1: 205 might be. I don't. I think you're going to see another re- reincarnation. You're going to see another rebirth. I think they'll move it maybe to Mondays or they'll move the cruiserweights to Tuesdays. You're going to get some sort of reaction where they're going to fix this or try to fix it. But also, like I've been saying, you have a lot of cruiserweights they just haven't premiered. Right. Akira Tozawa, supposedly uh, they're talking about Hideo Tommy might be brought in. Austin Aries is still healing from an injury, so you have a lot of guys they just haven't brought in. And um, with the addition of all those people assigned in the cruiser or the uh, the UK tournament, Mark Andrews would fit in perfectly in that that division. Yeah. So I think they just need to grow. The fan base isn't there yet because they're it's stale. They're not letting these guys do wrestling. They're not letting them call their own spots, and they're not letting them just do what they want to do and have fun. So it's a problem that's afflicting the entire roster. It's not just the Cruiserweights. They're just the newest product and getting the most of it.
2: Oh my God. All
0: right, let's get into our Raw segment. The Instead of going deep into it, let's have some questions for you this week. The main event scene. So you have Roman Reigns challenging Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship with Rollins suspended in a shark cage above Jericho. the ring and Jericho suspended. Um... Does having Chris Jericho at the ring enhance or negate this title match this coming weekend?
1: Uh, well, I don't know if you noticed this, but on Monday night they alluded and they specifically said that the match will now be a no disqualification match, which what's the point of having Jericho above the ring. If it's a no Q match, like why couldn't Roman Reigns just have Seth Rollins at ringside and then just
0: have like, them like yeah, he- each even other. things out.
1: Uh, but, but he'll be above the ring and, um, Obviously he will get out, and obviously it'll play into the match somehow. We'll just have to wait and see how, what, how that works.
0: Uh, I think it takes away from it so much. Jericho's so on fire
1: that oh, I mean he's a sexy pinata. He's going to be up there bitching and moaning and, and making a spectacle of it. So I think that'll bring
0: yeah. Well, I'm more interested in it. what he's going to do than the match itself.
1: Yeah, well that's yeah. I mean we everyone knows he's going to get out. Yes, we just need to figure out how and how it's going to affect the match. Which interestingly enough. Mr. Seth Rollins absolutely has nothing to do Sunday. So, maybe that has something to play into it.
0: Maybe they'll somehow trap Rollins in there. That'd be put both of them in there. That'd be great.
2: She... Oh, my God! All right,
0: let's, let's move on to the women's division. Um, Which one is a more interesting feud going into the Rumble? Is it Charlie versus Bayley or Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks?
1: Charlie? You, like, gave up halfway through. Yeah, I heard it. That was that was that was funny, um, I don't know, man. I don't know how much invested I'm in either one of them. To be honest with you, we talked last week about like the kind of failure of the the sh- uh, the Bailey character growth. Like you, you thought it improved, but it's a story we've heard time and time again. It's it's not growth. It's retread. It's it's giving us the same thing we've seen. So I don't know. And the other weird thing is, is why was sh- Nia Jax in her ring attire like three hours before Raw? When she attacked Sasha Banks,
0: maybe that's what she wears on a regular basis. I've never seen her outside of the
1: ring in the show. Fair enough. I never thought of that. I do follow her on Snapchat, and she's not normally wearing that. But okay, maybe kayfabe—that's what she does wear. I don't know. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean, I could see her in like signings and things like that wearing something. Maybe
1: not to that effect. Like like a Mad Max outfit. Yeah, be awesome. Like she has like rubber tires on her shoulders for like you know that's that's the weirdest outfit by the well, way. Well, that's just in case like her
0: shopping buggy tire like falls off, she could take one of those, put it on. So I assume she shops like for her groceries in that too.
1: She just picks up the random shards of rubber on the road from blowing out trucker tires.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, what she
1: collects pretty much. Um, I don't know. I, um, which one I think will be a better match? Probably Bailey Charlotte. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Sasha Naya is good because. It's going to be an actual match. I think it's going to be the first match we're going to see from Naya. Naya, where she's. It's her versus Asuka was one thing, and it was good. But they were both built of this unbeatable force. And to have Asuka beat her wasn't that large of a surprise. Um. So to see her against someone that one, she could legitimately lose to, and two, she if she beats her, she's legitimized. Yeah. So there's a there's an ending there that you don't really see what's going on. So I say
0: Bailey is gonna get her WrestleMania moment. I don't think she wins it here. Do you have the winner of Naya versus Sasha go on and face Charlotte at the next pay per view and then have a number one contenders tournament or number one contenders match with uh Sasha Bailey?
1: Do you have another triple threat? I mean, right now on the raw women's oh. side I mean the only way you have a triple threat is if Charlotte loses to Nia. Because
0: then Nia lost, and then so she's out of the picture.
1: Well, if Nia loses to Sasha, and then... Well, I'm thinking
0: Nia beats Sasha. Nia faces Charlotte at the next pay-per-view, loses to Charlotte. And then at the next pay-per-view, you also have Sasha versus Bayley for number one contender. Or on Monday Night
1: Raw. Or you have a triple threat on Monday Night Raw the next night. You're going to have at least one pay-per-view between now and Mania. If not two, because... Uh... It should be one each. Well, the SmackDown one is two weeks after Royal Rumble, so I think you might get two each. At least, at least.
0: That's so many.
1: It is a lot. It's not like they're gonna do anything with it, but that's a lot. Um, I don't know how many weeks it is between. It's a- January and April. April. Yeah. That's two it's months. Two months. Yeah. So you're gonna have two each, easily, especially since since uh, Elimination Chamber is two weeks after uh, Rumble. Shit, I don't like
0: that. Um. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe they'll hold off on the second one and have a number one contenders match right before. I don't. I think you have a better outcome of Sasha and Nia being unpredictable versus the other match being more predictable. I mean, I don't see I Charlotte. Don't I can't think against
0: Charlotte losing yeah. on a pay-per-view. I've done expect, it so well, many yeah, times. Break,
1: well, no, I mean, to break that streak against Bailey. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's a pretty irrelevant match and an irrelevant pay-per-view. Like, as big as the Royal Rumble is, the entire pay-per-view is about the Rumble. Right, the entire thing. It's it's a four hour pay per view with a two hour pre show. Yep, it's a, it's a commitment. People, wrestling's a commitment. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and there's a you know there's a tag team championship match on the pre show. Pre show. Yep. And there's all, oh did you know there's a six woman tag on the main event on the main roster on the on the main card. Who? 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 It is uh, Naomi, Nikki, and. Who's another baby face so that SmackDown woman? Maybe Carmella? No, no, it would have
0: to be the girl at Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah, I guess it's Becky. No, it can't be
0: Becky. Versus Alexa, Bliss, Mickey... Mickey James, and Carmella?
1: I don't know. There's a six-woman tag involving six women from SmackDown on the main, uh, main card. That's terrible. Oh man. Hits keep coming for Anderson and Carlos. They're
0: probably going to win their first championship on a pre-show.
1: A lot of credit you're giving them. Uh,
0: I hope they do. They looked good in the mat, the match. Yeah, it week. was like a
1: rebirth for them. That was that was a very uh, interesting development.
0: Yeah, they looked like they were supposed to look this whole time.
1: Oh, dominant dominant and good. Imagine that. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's go on. There was a huge match set up during the Monday Night Raw with Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins, which that in itself was exciting enough. But then they said that the winner gets Rollins' spot in the Rumble.
3: Um,
1: if, if you can take that match and then take, um, there was a really good match on SmackDown. Was it? Was it Orton? Orton Harper's kind of Harper? quick, but pretty good. Uh, it, that that. Style, uh, uh, Zane, Zane Rollins was the best match of the week. That match was... It started out very slow, but it picked up and it got very good. Yeah, Very good. That match was great. Um, But, like I said before, where does that leave us now? We have Seth Rollins who hasn't competed in a Royal Rumble in probably three years. He was hurt last year. Champion and I think the before year before... That. Yeah. I talked about this with, my, with, with Charlie. He's only competed in one Royal Rumble. When he's with the Shield.
0: Yeah, and he seems like the perfect type, like prototype person to do it. He's semi high flyer, but also big enough to like sling with the he's big boys. Is your
1: your Shawn Michaels, your Ric Flair, go go, you know, pillar to post, go one to thirty and win. Yeah. Um. But yeah, w- what the hell is he doing? Um. Everyone was assured or you know confident that he was going to end up finding Triple H and, and settling this at at Royal Rumble, and then f- finishing it at Mania, but. We get no Triple H as usual. Yeah. So we go into Sunday with. Well, they're in DC. Well, they were in DC, but we get we get no well we get no Triple H, and um we get no Seth Rollins at Royal Rumble. Do you think maybe he has like a little nagging injury and they're trying to hold him out for WrestleMania season? Uh, maybe I doubt it, but I mean, cause uh, you could set him up like you can do storyline when someone's not wrestling. They don't <laughs> right. have to wrestle. Who, who was the bigger heel, Stephanie for booking that match or Triple H for not interfering? I think it's whoever hit that music. <laughs> somebody told somebody in some truck to play that music. I mean, I've always wondered why they never do that. Like, they play the music and they don't show up, so why don't they go back and be like, who
0: the fuck told you to play the music?
1: One of the one of the better uh, parts was when Sammy's, or, uh, Rollins was standing in the ring and he's staring down the entranceway and, like, Five seconds go by. No one steps out, and then he turns around, and JBL's like, "Oh," or uh, uh, Corey Graves is like, "Oh, he's smart. He's looking behind him." Like, why? Why doesn't anyone? Do, why doesn't anyone else ever do that? Right. Like I'm gonna stand here looking straight ahead forward for Which 15 to 20 seconds. No one ever comes down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why? Where are they? Did they get lost on the way to the the, the curtain?
0: Um, I'm upset that he's not at Rumble. He's
1: top five wrestler in the company world world and he's not skill wise maybe not anything else but right now skill wise i think he's up skill wise i'd say overall like as a complete package um well since he's come back i mean he really really haven't used him a whole lot but he's had two title matches (coughs) right and he's lost both of them yeah um he's not at rumble though and
0: that's super disappointing because if you want to see the top wrestlers in the top showcases um, but going on Zayn's side of things, it's exciting to see him in the Rumble. What type of showing do you
1: expect from him on Sunday? Uh, I see Braun Strowman picking him up and throw him out. Just, like, immediately? Pretty much. I mean, you went from someone who could legitimately win the Royal Rumble to, someone like, like you, you're going to freak the hell out if, if he does. But, I mean, what are the odds Sami Zayn wins that match? So you can get a Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens rematch for the title? Supposedly, Kevin Owens was lobbying is lobbying for that at Mania, which would be amazing. Yeah, um, but I doubt we'll get it. Um, I I read an article or
0: I saw an article online where it's just like they want to maybe make him like the new Iron Man type of thing, where he's just like always coming back, always struggling, always beat down, almost like a Tommy Dreamer type of character. But Tommy Dreamer back in ECW would always just get beat up, beat up, beat up, and never win, never win, never win. That's why when he actually won his first title against Raven, like it was one of the biggest stories that came out of ECW. Um, but I would I would love to see him come in number one and last for up until like 22, 23 and have Braun come in at 22, 23 and just throw him right over because he's so exhausted he can't even defend himself. Maybe, maybe. And then after that, you have to have Big Show come in at 24 and have the showdown, right? Um, Man, those guys look good. Yeah, you just showed me right before this that a picture of the two of them from a year ago to today, huh? Yeah. And They both hit the gym hard. Uh, I remember my big reaction to Braun Strowman's size was when they had the the match in the Wyatt compound or whatever and they he had a shirt off and he's like, Holy shit, that dude is way bigger than he
1: looks in T V. Yeah, that was the moment when everyone was like, okay, okay, do something with that man, please. And that's when they really kind got, of started to. Yeah, he got rid of his his bra top and um and he, he looked he looked strong, literally. Yeah, but uh we're
0: gonna post this picture so you can see just how amazing the difference between last year and this year. Both Big Show and Braun Strowman look. I mean Big Show is kinda channeling a little Apollo Creed. Not not Apollo Crews, Apollo Creed, with
1: his uh Outfit with the Stars and Stripes? No, someone someone said that's his Captain Insano outfit. Captain Insano shows no mercy. Oh! Yeah, nice. he, brought, he brought back his Captain Insano outfit. I do think
0: Sammy is going to have a good showing, so I don't think we're going to be disappointed from him being in it. I just wish we could have both him and Rollins in it at the same time.
2: Oh, my God! All
0: right, let's go to our last segment. We had the show ending... With Goldberg out there, flubbing his lines.
2: Okay, let's let's go for it again. Uh, oh, here we go. You guys have really, really made me screw up here.
0: <laughs> oh, man, he was terrible. After breaking skin from hitting his head on the door. What, in did, the I, locker what room. did I text you? Um,
1: something else you know, like Goldberg can't even form sentences or something. It was so, it was so yeah. bad.
0: And then, next thing you know, you had the advocate come out. And then Lesnar come out. And Goldberg calls him some name.
1: Oh, quickly. Two seconds. That was the best uh, Suplex City shirt he's had yet. Yes. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, he had this, the Cleveland Cavaliers C in City. Great touch. Great shirt. Um.
0: Then we had Goldberg called him a name. Lesnar comes running out to the ring. They're face-to-face, and all of a sudden you hear the gong. Lights go out. You hear the gong. Light comes back on and Undertaker, you're looking about 12 years older than either of them, is sitting there next to him. And then the lights go purple and they play Undertaker's music as, um, Lesnar backs away. So, what'd you think of that segment, first of all?
1: Uh, it was fine for what it was. The only thing that bothered me was nothing happened. It's a go-home show. So we were left with three people standing in the ring, staring at each other. <laughs> No hands were laid. No words were said. Why, why do I care about this? Like, okay, fine. Like, they both hate Brock Lesnar, but, but why do I care about Goldberg and The Undertaker?
0: Right. Um, I would love to see them getting face-to-face. Like, after Lesnar left the ring, have them just turn and go face-to-face and then go off, even without coming to blows. That would have done way more powerful of a message than just them standing seven feet apart.
1: I don't know, man. It really That, that really, really bothered me. You had a 51-year-old... And The Undertaker, a 50-year-old in Bill Goldberg, and a 39-year-old in Brock Lesnar. So you had 140 years of person in that ring. Holy crap, I didn't realize Brock was that much younger. Now, you had 140 years of, of age in that ring. Take a guess at how many years of wrestling experience was in that ring. Let's see. Undertaker's at least... Alright, I'll give you this. Undertaker's 30 at 34 years of, of wrestling experience. 40. 52 you were close nice so lesnar has 10 goldberg has eight so you're talking about almost double what goldberg and lesnar are to take yeah so i mean that's the, it, and it, in in the last year i think they might have all wrestled a total of three matches more than that uh, but it, four last year's you have undertaker at wrestlemania that's yeah. his one um Lesnar at SummerSlam and Mania?
0: Lesnar versus
1: Goldberg at SummerSlam, so that's three. Taker was at uh at uh, Survivor Series. Wasn't he?
0: No. didn't no, no he won there. Um Lesnar at Mania. And I think Lesnar fought one more. Maybe? I feel like he did. Okay, so let less than so five. six. So we'd say less five or six. six, yeah. Five or six. But yeah, no, that's crazy.
1: I mean, those are the people in front of your poster, those are the people you're that you're hoping sells tickets. Those are people that are going to close out your go home show. And you wonder why people are upset and bored and, and ratings are dropping because you can't produce new content. People are tired of seeing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. All right, so here's the next question Do any of these three even have a shot of winning? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, all three of them do uh, because the WWE is stagnant and they have no idea what the hell they're doing. Um, do you want to go through the odds right now as they are right now, or do you want to hold off well, on? Well, ask your question for me with the odds. Plus, do you want to do the odds now yeah, or you want we to can wait? do that now? Alright. So as of as of January twenty-fifth, uh, here are the odds right now. Your favorite with a uh, plus two fifty, that's if you bet a hundred dollars. Plus two fifty is Bill Goldberg. Uh, the next one's a little surprising at three fifty is Randy Orton. Uh, also at three fifty is Braun Strowman. Taker's at plus four hundred, Finn Balor at five fifty. Don't get too far down there. There's a lot of people. Um uh, at, at 550, you have Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Then there's a giant leap. Uh, you get Chris Jericho at plus 900. Lesnar is way down this list at plus 1400. Wow. Uh, I mean, you got Goldberg at 250 and Taker at 400, and then Lesnar down at 1400. Uh, the Miz at 2000, which is I think one of my, uh, surprisers. Yeah, I, he yeah. could he could totally pull this off. Yeah. Him him and Corbin are both at 2000. Cena's at plus 2000. Sami Zayn's at plus 2000. Um, Seth Rollins, even though he's out of it, is at plus twenty five. Bray Wyatt at plus twenty five. Um, let's see some other notable names: Shinsuke Nakamura is at plus four thousand. Reigns is at plus thirty three hundred. Uh, Angle is at plus four thousand. Triple H is at plus four thousand. Kenny Omega is at plus five thousand. Uh, Shawn Michaels at plus sixty six. <laughs> uh, Austin Aries is at eight thousand. He's uh, hurt. Uh, <laughs> Austin er is at plus 8,000, and Shawn Michaels at plus 66. Still have better odds than Apollo Crews at plus 10,000.
0: Who's <laughs> not even in the match.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hideo Tommy at 10,000. Swagger at 10,000. Kane at 10,000. Um, and there is a whole bunch of 10,000s. Um, we get down to Darren Young and Goldust have the same uh, number. Daniel Bryant making an appearance at plus 15,000. And then there are six people at the bottom of this, this odd sheet from uh from oddshark.com that are plus 20,000. That's if you lay $100 on this person, you can make $20,000. How many of those five six people can you guess? So they're not necessarily in the rumble already. Uh there are eight open spots and I do not believe that any of these people are slated for the 22 given spots. Oh, shit. Um I'll give it a shot. Um let's see. I will go. Uh, I will say this. Um, four of them are on the active roster. Oh, great. Um, four out of six are on the active roster, which makes this even funnier to me. Oh,
0: shit. Hold on, let me see. Active roster now.
1: Names okay. you know. Names you've uh, you've seen of late. Okay. Maybe not of late. One, definitely. Uh, the other three, uh, I mean, you've seen them, but, you know. Let's go... Bo Dallas? No, no, I, I didn't even see Bo Dallas. <laughs> he wasn't even listed. I, I might have missed him. Stings on this list apparently. Kurt Hawkins? Nope. You're still overshooting. Shit.
0: David Otunga?
1: Oh man, I wish.
0: Um,
1: two legends, four people who are on the roster. Jerry Lawler? No. Shit. Think, think think, bigger legends.
0: I hope not Dusty Rhodes. Nope. Well, that, that, <laughs> that would be impressive. I'm more impressed that he has the same odds as living people.
1: Um, Alright, really big legends. Talk about a bionic elbow from the grave. Holy shit. Um, two oh. two of the biggest legends.
0: Is Kenny on there? From Ken, Kenny Omega? No, Kenny from the South Sheer Park? Squad. No, no,
1: he's not. That'd be great. Uh, so Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan is one of the six. Um, and plus twenty thousand. Bret Hart. Bret Hart is not on there. I'll, I'll take one more guess, and I'm gonna go with the Ray. Oh. Michael Cole. Attitude Era Hulk Hogan. Who? Attitude Era Hulk Hogan. Little Rock. No. Stone Cold. Yes. Stone okay. Cold's on there. So those are your two legends. Any idea on your your active roster participants? To speak on how awesome their career is going. Uh, Primo and Epico. Not far off. Uh, Aiden English? No, no, they're not even. They weren't even featured in the lumberjack match on SmackDown. Like they were on the opposite side of the ring. Then I'm going for the wasteland people. No, not not them.
0: Then I'm done. Go ahead and read them. All right, a plus twenty thousand. We have Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve wait, wait, Austin. Real quick, Zack Ryder's not on that, is it? Nope. Okay, good, because well, he's hurt. hurt. Yeah.
1: Well, p- show is Austin Aries. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but his is an horrible little bone. I mean, you know. anyway. Uh, plus Hulk Hogan, uh, Hulk Hogan Stone Cold Steve Austin plus ten thousand, Jimmy and Jay Uso, what at plus twenty thousand, Sin Cara, okay that's fair at plus twenty thousand, and Shane McMahon at plus twenty thousand, okay, which I'm surprised that Shane McMahon has that little VOD.
0: I'm looking through the active roster. Did you know Tyson Kidd is still considered active
1: roster? Yeah, he's on there. I think that's more of a um, wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't realize that you were
0: like people that aren't slated. So my initial like worst chances of winning I have all three big day, uh, all three new day members. Who? Um, Luke Harper,
2: uh-huh.
0: Seamus. Remember when he won the Money in the Bank, and Big Cass was the other one. Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone booed. Yep, it's like when. Lutista won the rumble.
1: Yeah, apparently he got really pissed. Like, he's a, like he's been on a rampage on uh some interviews lately bitching about that. Batista? Yeah, he's complaining, I love Batista. Well he's complaining that like, you know about that that, that that run didn't go very well for obvious reasons. Yeah, well they tried to bring him into baby face, but he's always a better heel. Well not to mention they built Daniel uh, uh, let's save that for another day. I'm not gonna okay. get into that argument. Or that discussion. It's not an argument. It's just a discussion about how it's the greatest story they've ever told.
0: Okay. Oh, my God! Well, we're getting into our halftime segment of Chair Shots. In this segment, each of us will have one minute to answer a question and defend it. We'll post a poll on Facebook. We're actually going to post the poll on Facebook this time. And we'll let you, our listeners, decide which answer you like the best, as well as go ahead and give your own options have you, have you had a time to think about this you know what you have
1: i got my celebrity i can figure out a uh actually you know yeah. what i have i have a um an nxt guy i think all right so the question well, is well i have several but, yeah.
0: what surprise entrant do you want to see at the rumble give two preferably one as a current star whether it's nxt or the indies and one as a retired star slash celebrity so dusty Rhodes is a retired star slash celebrity slash
1: dead yes RIP. <laughs> the funny thing about Dusty Rhodes is, he's dead.
0: Do uh, you have a timer this time?
1: Yeah, we're we doing timers this this week. Yeah,
0: we we'll do doing timer this week. Um, I
1: don't have my people lined up, so we'll let you go first. Oh man, I need a, I need a, I need to narrow down my NXT person. Um, uh, okay, all right, ready? Yeah. Um hey, you, wanna, you wanna do it to be You got I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh you want me to name him or you wanna just go? Just go. Okay. One minute starting now. My NXT star is Hideo Tommy. Simply put that he was in the Royal Rumble once but actually he was in a he was in the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. People forgot about him, he got hurt, he's a phenomenal talent. People need to be reminded about him so he can get that push in NXT and eventually get to the main roster. He's running out of time on, on NXT, he's running out of time in his career. He needs to be pushed, people need to be reminded of how good he is. My celebrity? Very easy. Pete Rose. Pete (laughs) Rose has been involved in so many WWE events he needs to be out there again. During the MLB playoffs when they spoke to Pete Rose they brought up the the moment when Kane tombstoned him when he was in the San Diego Chicken. So obviously it's very natural to remind people of that during the MLB playoffs then bring him back during uh, Royal Rumble. So you have that connection. You have somebody that, you know, he may not be in the MLB Hall of Fame, but one day if he's not already, I don't know if he is or not, but he can be in the WWE Hall of Fame. So, I think it would be a nice little touch. So, Hideo Tommy, Pete Rose, both are very deserving of those two spots. All right. Question
0: for you to go along with that. Does he come as Pete Rose or does he come as a chicken, get the head knocked off, and then
1: Kane eliminates him? San Diego chicken. Um, He could come as the goggledy gooker. How about that? Okay. I'll take it. All right. I got mine. You ready?
0: I'm ready. Three, two, one.
1: One.
0: Well, seeing as the Royal Rumble is taking place in San Antonio, my talent, my roster talent is going to be Tyler Bate. That makes a lot of sense, right? Um, but he just won the United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Great talent. He's. We haven't heard anything about them since then, though, have we? So it would be great to see the champion show up into the actual Royal Rumble. Let him eliminate a few people. Let him eliminate a big guy. And then that will be a good way of him... Pushing the brands. My celebrity, Greg Popovich. No one screams San Antonio (laughs) celebrity like Greg Popovich. Mainly because I want him to be the first one eliminated or have him eliminate somebody and then have someone go to the ring and have one of those really awkward interviews that they've been doing with the regular talent, but have Popovich's awkwardness enhance that awkward interview. So Tyler Fate UK champion, and... Greg Popovich, greatest San Antonio Spurs of all time. Coach, at least.
1: All right, well, then I have two more questions. One, it should be, uh, it should be uh, what's her name uh, from SmackDown? She should be the one that interviews him. The blonde. Renee hard? Young. Renee Young. Renee Young should be the one that interviews Popovich. But also, uh, why not Manu Ginobili and then have someone go up to the top rope and jump off, and then he can slap them down like the bat? Well, yeah, or someone can, like, fake a punch, and he'll
0: just fall down and flop the hell out of it. So there's our, there's my two, Tyler Bate, Greg Popovich, your two, Adeo, Tommy, and Pete Rose. All right, we'll get that posted. And go ahead and feel free to offer your own two that you think and why you think it should be that way. But don't forget to vote for that. Oh my God. All right, let's get to the second half of our show. We're going to be talking SmackDown here. We're going to start with the opening match, the Wyatt Family Match. What does Orton's win
1: do for the development of story? And where does that leave us with Luke Harper? Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. Uh, Luke Harper is is an original member, and yep. um, he's a hell of a wrestler. So I wouldn't be that angry if we get him on his own. But right now, as we stand, uh, we still have a united Wyatt family. We don't know that he's been ostracized or anything else, or maybe he was, you know, taught a lesson. But right now, we still have, as far as we know, we still have a united Wyatt family. Well, there is building up how like what does that mean? What does that
0: mean? But go back and see how many times. Bray Wyatt, his sister Abigail, the people in the family from the very beginning. They did it all the time. Whenever they were thinking about like, like not obeying him, he, they would sister Abigail and they were stronger disciples the next week.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not um, necessarily uh, a kicking him out move or an ostracization. Nice use of that I don't, word. I don't, know. I don't even know if it's right. Well, ostracization. I'll allow it. But... Uh, yeah, I don't think he's out of the family because I don't know if they would know what to do with him, to be honest with you. He's wrestled as that gimmick his entire career. Even his independent career was him wearing that disgusting wife beater and jeans. Um, so uh, hopefully he gets a somewhat of a singles push, but I don't think he's going to be not in the Y family. Well, he did singles once before, and he did okay. Good, not great. I mentioned that the other day. I really miss his titantron. It was like, his just his eyes. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that. I thought it was hilarious. But then, um, what are you going to have? Like,
0: a intercontinental number one contender match between him and Mojo
1: Raleigh? No. Well, but number one contender for match for what? <laughs> Best friends with Rob Gronkowski? The IC title. Oh, is that what Mojo's going to win? Yeah, I think they're building him towards the IC championship. Should build him a car so he can leave.
0: Aw. Oh my god! Alright, well let's go to that one next. So Mojo won the Battle Royal to get into the Royal Rumble. How excited are you
1: for, how hyped are you for Mojo being in the Rumble? I guess you gotta get hyped to stay hyped, and I just never got hyped. So you're not staying hyped. No, no. Um I don't know, man. That was that was a terrible rumble from the get-go. Um, poor bad villains, just, they weren't even in the match. Like, I don't even know why they got in the ring, because it started, they were immediately eliminated. Like, I don't even know why they still have them on the roster. Um, they were thrown out immediately. Uh, it came down to Fandango, Tyler Breeze, and Mojo. And I think about halfway through the match, I looked at my brother, and I was like, Mojo's gonna win this, isn't he? Mojo won it. Um, poor Tyler Breeze. Uh, you know, he can't catch a break. Well I mean if you go back to the last couple talking smacks, Mojo's
0: been on it and they're talking about how he's gonna have a big push and They love his story, and they love like him, that.
1: he's charismatic, he's good with kids. Can't wrestle worth shit, but um He's hyped and he stays hyped and he's really good friends with the Gronkowskis. Well all he does is he hits people really hard. That means he can't wrestle
0: worth shit. That's an interesting fact. Um
1: That's an alternative fact, actually.
0: Okay, I'll take that. <laughs>
2: Oh my god!
0: Alright, well let's go to the women's division. We had the returning of a few su- I'm gonna say stars. I'm not gonna go superstars. We had the uh, Mickey James cut her first promo after revealing herself as that was a great promo. La Luchadora.
3: Renee, do you know that I won my first WWE women's championship when I beat WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus at WrestleMania? Champion and former Divas champion. Unquestionably, you have one of the most impressive resumes in WWE history. I know I I do. You didn't answer my question. I believe I did. You you ran down your resume. And the fact that I even had to do that for you, Renee, I think answers your question. You see, the WWE Universe, I may not have been around for a little minute, but I've never stopped watching WWE. You see, Becky Lynch and the Women of the Revolution want to pretend like They were the first real female athletes of WWE. As if everything that I accomplished, everything that I sacrificed meant nothing. And they would have gotten away with it, Renee, if it wasn't for one person, and that's Alexa Bliss.
0: That was a great promo. Very good promo. She looked really good. She played the bad person very well. She took the beating decently. I don't think I've ever seen her actually connect on that like spinning wheel. That heel super kick, kick. a heel kick was great. That looked good. Well, from the angle, it looked like it connected, but I think it missed. From what
1: I, from what I read on Reddit, it looked worse in person than it did on television. I think it was a bad ele- angle on television. Oh really? Yeah, but no. I mean, did you see the shoe she was wearing? Like, yeah. Suspend disbelief, which you're supposed to do in these these matches anyway. Like that would have hurt like hell. Yeah. That's like a three inch solid heel just catching you across the face. Yeah, and
0: then. Uh, the last image I have from that promo is her talking over Becky Lynch with, like, her foot completely normal on the ground, but her complete leg is angled almost at, like, a 90-degree to the left, like, in those heels. Like
1: I thought you were going to go. your last lasting image was her hopping the guardrail and seeing all of her phone.
0: I didn't see that. I'm going to have to rewatch that match. I mean, I'm sure it was very, very quality t- amount of – Thong that was shown
1: quality yeah quantity also
0: okay I'll take it um and we also had the return of Naomi and her glow
1: is she still glowing yeah yeah she's still uh she basically took uh buddy Murphy and and um uh, uh Blake Blake and Murphy's music from NXT she's like dubstep nice and then um she stole Kushida's shoes and and she's just she looks like a muppet, actually. Before before her music or before the lights kick on, she looks like a muppet in the dark. She um she beat Natalia, and after the match, she
0: called out the uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss started walking down, acting like she was gonna challenge her, and it's just like I'm not doing this. Uh, but Naomi might be up next for the uh, women's championship. Any sort of interest or excitement from a potential Naomi versus Alexa
1: Bliss rivalry? Uh, no. Naomi Naomi can wrestle. She's a good right. wrestler. It's just getting to the point that anyone cares about it. Yeah. Um I love
0: Alexa Bliss still. She's a great. Yeah, and she's been character.
1: made she's been made even better with um the booking. Well, no, Finally. with with Mickey James. Yeah. Who used to be with Naomi, Cameron. You
0: think they'll bring back Cameron? They were the Funkadactyls.
1: Yeah. No. Thank God. She was bad. Uh, oh. Brotus Clay does like uh hits on Fox News now. What? Yeah. He's like a I, correspondent or some shit. I didn't know that. That's gotta be a wide lens camera. It just gets really far back. <laughs> Normally Fox News is very narrow, so they don't they don't get very wide.
0: And this political post has been brought to you by Fox News.
2: Oh my god! Alright,
0: so let's go to and you're hearing this straight from me, the least interesting rivalry in WWE. Apollo Crews versus Dolph Ziggler.
1: Thoughts? Wow. Uh, I'm actually really excited about it. Uh, the, the only... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm excited they're doing something with, with uh, cor- uh, Cruise. Apollo Crews. Um, I say that, and you say that. You have to remember Kalisto's in there also. Um, They love Kalisto. They, so... they do. Well, what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> it's not necessarily a, a thing where it's going to be... Ziggler and and Cruz. Well, Ziggler just demolished Kalisto two weeks in a row, but he also beat the shit out of Cruz the last week too. Yeah. Well,
0: in a match though, that's why I didn't really include Kalisto in it, and I think it's definitely going to go more towards the Cruz versus Ziggler approach. Hopefully.
1: Well, my my solution was it was going to be it was going to be like a mega person, like the Kalisto was going to get on Cruz's shoulders because Kalisto like has a mask on, so he can't really see his face. So Apollo Cruz was going to be his face. Because he's got those big teeth and he's got a great smile. Good looking guy.
0: I wish y'all could just see the disappointment that came all over my entire body when he said the superhuman or "super person." Washed. Yeah, I'm not interested in the rivalry at all. It's just going to be a makeshift, lower card rivalry that's not going to develop into anything. Well, worthwhile. no, it's,
1: what's going to happen. And the reason why it's Apollo Cruz, and I hate to say this, is he's going to beat the Jesus out of him. And then they're going to move him on to something else. Because they need to establish that he's a heel. And they need him to beat the crap out of somebody. Establish that he's a heel. To establish
0: that Ziggler's a heel.
1: Yes. Okay. I guess so I guess... you you give him someone that is non consequential in all matters, have him beat the holy hell out of him, and then move him on to more heel stuff. That could have been Mojo. Could have been, but they decided to put him in the Royal Rumble.
2: Oh my God.
1: This lumberjack match that happened for the title. Uh, I is that, is that what it was? Yes, it was for the title. Um. Oh, I didn't know it was a Lumberjack match. I thought it was just we're going to have all the superstars stand around the ring and look at Dean Ambrose match. Well, that's, that was my question when I sent you this agenda. Like, what's the point of the Lumberjacks? I saw them go out the ring two or three times, and oh, they, they beat, all just they, stood there. They beat up The Miz, which is, like, fine. Like, okay, fine. Like, they beat up the heel. But when, you, when Ambrose gets thrown out in front of Corbin and the Ascension and all the other, like, heels, and they don't do anything about it, they just sit there and stare at him. Until Kurt Hawkins of all people has to jump in there. Kurt Hawkins is the first person who jumped on him. Well, he also has the most experience out of all of everyone you just named. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, he's he's the conscience of the group. <laughs> he's the Undertaker of SmackDown because the Undertaker's busy on Raw, even though the Undertaker's on SmackDown. Whole I'm game. so confused. Anyway, um, yeah, it's one thing if like they threw Ambrose in front of the babyfaces, and the babyfaces are like, "Oh, we're gonna help you up. We're gonna put you in the ring," which is how it used to be. Babyfaces help babyfaces. It's fine. But they throw him in front, like I said, Corbin, the Ascension, and all these bad guys, and they're just like, eh, whatever. And they just stare at him. Yeah, I'm not
0: impressed with that match at all. Um, I think they just wanted to put a Lumberjack match on because they haven't had one in a long time. Which is fine. Um, I'm hopeful, very, very hopeful that this ends this rivalry. I'm wanting to see Dean Ambrose move on from... The Miz, I also want to see The Miz go up to the title picture. But they did have a little part in that match where Dean Ambrose threw um, Baron Corbin into the ring posts, which hopefully that'll set up an IC rivalry between those two.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it in a notice qualification, last man standing, some sort of hardcore match between those two
0: guys. Yeah, hopefully they'll put over Baron Corbin, give him a title, and let him go on from there in his career. Oh my God! All right, last last thing we want to talk about with this. I know you said you were kind of confused with it, but I think this was Cena's best promo in years. You had AJ Styles come out middle of the card. You have this pretty good promo against John Cena. John Cena comes out, channels
1: thugonomics John Cena. Yeah, I noticed that. I I, I made that comment. He he like all of a sudden was talking in his his Thuganomics Slang, accent. Yeah.
0: And he th- he he threw out like bra or bro or something like that or homie. I think he called him homie.
1: He did. I think he dropped it, homie.
0: Um, but yeah, like,
1: what do you think of that promo overall? My first impressions and really the only problems I have with it are: um, one, John Cena has brand new attire slash it's gear. Hideous. It is very it is it, hideous. It's very ugly. Um, but I'm assuming you know what that means. How do you push? How do you push? Push gear. Brand you new Put it on a champion. Put it on a champion. That's what he's got to fight for Sunday um 16 time championship belt but why why would you so why would you not premiere that right after he wins it when he's been John wearing the Cena, 15 time one and he comes out and say hey now to be fair they did premiere the 15 right before he had a title fight and he didn't win it he hasn't won one since but he hasn't won a he hasn't won a championship in two years he hasn't won a main belt or a heavyweight belt in two years yeah he got the u.s championship a couple times anyway um so one yes uh that's a Large indicator that John Cena may win Sunday. The other two things are along, especially with that shirt, was one, he goes out there and he tells AJ that he hasn't earned his respect and he, he basically just disrespects him this entire promo. Yeah. What the hell did it say on John Cena's shirt?
0: Um, Never give up. No,
1: earn respect. No. Well, you that's... know what AJ Styles has been doing for the last 10 years? Being the best wrestler in the entire world. Yeah, um, that that was the whole point of the promo pro was
0: to promote the shirt, saying earn respect, saying that they had- Well, no, he was doing the opposite respect. of the
1: shirt. It was like he didn't even know he was wearing a shirt that said that.
0: Well, that's what he was saying that AJ hasn't done yet. He that's, hasn't earned the respect.
1: He hasn't earned the respect, but that's just saying that John Cena's shitting on everything he's done. That's well, just John Cena being an asshole at that you, point. You know, John Cena at one point in that promo said, what's wrong, I buried you? Yeah. No, it wasn't a bad promo. It was just My problem was is that he's going to come out with a shirt that talks about respect, that you're expecting little kids to buy, so they buy into respect. And then he's going to go out there and shit all over AJ and yeah. be like, you didn't res- I don't respect you. Why not? That man has done so much in his wrestling career. In his year in WWE. Yeah, I mean he has had the best year. Yeah. We've talked about this before. He's had the single best 12 months in that company of all time. Probably, yeah. Now, if you want to put that up against John Cena's 15, 20 year run. That's one thing. But if you put his other years at TNA, his years in new Japan, he's won belts that John Cena can only dream about winning and won't ever win. And he, you know, he's the only man to ever headline a ring of honor, a TNA, a new Japan and a WWE, uh, pay-per-view. Nice. I mean, he, he's in uncharted waters where he's done things that no other human has ever done. Well, that's,
0: that's what I enjoyed about the promo is that they did go with the back and forth of the WWE, John Cena, and the uh, uh, independent AJ style. So you had AJ going out there saying that John Cena couldn't couldn't make it in the independent scene, and John Cena comes out and says, I wasn't built for independent scene, I was built for WWE. You've had the best single year of possibly any star of all time. I've been doing that for 20-plus years. Well, that's
1: fine. I mean, that's a decent point, but don't come out and say he hasn't done
0: anything. Right, and I mean, it's the the line that sticks out most for me in that promo is John Cena saying... The only reason you're holding that belt is because I let you. But he hasn't beaten them.
1: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I told my brother this. When he said that line about, you know, I'm built for the WWE. Yeah. I really wish he would have ripped his ball cap off and he had his blonde flat top again. Uh, and then he'd take his t-shirt off. He's like, I'm not only built for the WWE, I'm the prototype. And like went back to the prototype for some reason. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, The other thing that bothered me, and it's a small thing. um, When he was on the Today Show. And they're talking about this guy from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Why didn't, like, I mean, at the very end, at the very end, like, okay, fine, I get it. It's sticky. It's like, okay, that guy from Georgia, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. At the very end of it, why doesn't John Cena just go, well, actually, his name's AJ Styles, to just push the Royal Rumble? Like, in an actual business sense. Yeah. Why uh, doesn't Cena just be like, well, you know, his name's AJ Styles. He's actually pretty good. Our match is Sunday. You should probably buy it. Watch it. On the network. Yeah, on the WWE. Or 999. 999 yeah. I mean, like, in an actual business sense, this isn't a kayfabe thing. This is like Cena as a seasoned professional. Maybe he did that and I just missed it. I'm like, maybe they just didn't show it. Right. But why, why, why do you just keep, like, okay, uh huh, guy from, you know, that goes past, like, his disrespect. That's just like, John Cena should know better at that point. But yeah. disrespecting AJ. It's like, all right, you just missed a huge opportunity to push buys on the network. Yeah. Um, I definitely think
0: the decision to call him not a guy from Atlanta, he's just a guy, that came after that whole segment thing, but that'd be fucked up if they did that whole segment that way to help with this promo.
2: Oh my God.
0: Yeah, anything else you have to say about SmackDown? It was okay. It wasn't it wasn't
1: the best product. Um which one won this week? uh i don't know it's a hard one i think the only thing that wins is that Sami Zayn zane that's match. what i was gonna that's, say. that's the only thing that wins like nothing else in this week everything else this week was dumb except for that match
2: oh my God. all
1: right let's get to our finishing maneuvers
0: we talked about the odds for each people winning let's talk about the oldies taker brock goldberg to make the pick do they win Or if they're eliminated, who or about when are they eliminated?
1: What are your thoughts on how they're going to play this out? Well, if any of those three get eliminated, obviously Braun Strowman should be the one to eliminate them, any of them. Um, If any of them win, I don't know. Um, Goldberg has been going on this tour where he's talking about, you know, if he's going to last longer WWE, if he's going to carry a belt. All this other stuff. I really hope they don't put the belt on that guy. Um, He's old. What do we say? He's 50? Mm Mm-hmm. He couldn't do this when he was in his late early 40s, late 30s. He couldn't do it then. Yeah. He's, he hasn't gotten any better. Oh, he's gotten older. He's gotten grayer. I mean, it, supposedly he got loopy after he headbutted the wall and, and cut himself. Oh, really? That's that's what his excuse was. I think he's just terrible at cutting promos, but he can't remember his lines and can't handle crowds. Because you know what? He put a belt on him. And then you put him in a city like Philadelphia, uh, with Chicago. A, with their, Chicago. Yeah, put him in the put him in the ring in Chicago with the belt and see what they do to that man. He's not going to be able to talk for twenty minutes. They're going to what him straight at the building, followed by a CM Punk. Yep. Um, so you think Goldberg probably has the best chance of winning? Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Undertaker won also. Um, but the real question is, if Taker wins, which belt does he go after?
0: Right. So maybe it would have not. to be
1: SmackDown. How would you take him off of SmackDown? He's been on, he's been on Raw more than he's been on SmackDown. I don't get it. Um, Lesnar, uh, Lesnar was way down those odds. Um, those guys kind of know something, so I don't see right. Lesnar winning. I don't um, think any of these people win. I think
0: Goldberg has the best chance of making it towards the end, but I think Brock's going to come back out and take him out after Brock's already been eliminated. One of those type of things. Uh, Taker is going to get eliminated by Braun to set up their match. Do you want to see that? I don't. Okay. Um, I do think it's going to be one of the young guys that wins it. I'd love to see Corbin win it, but with the fact that we're having an Elimination Chamber match
1: um, yeah, that two doesn't, weeks later. That doesn't set up their, anyone on SmackDown winning very well. That tells me Raw is going to win it. Someone yeah, it's Raw. a very weird... Um, Sami Zayn? I wish. Me too. All right, well, let's put it this way. Let's say Sami Zayn walks out your uh, Royal World Champion and Rowan Reigns walks out your WWE Champion. You still want to see Sami Zayn? Yeah. You think they can put on a good match? Sami
0: will. <laughs> but that also allows for Owens to win it back and then defend it to where it's just him against Sami Zayn for the championship if they had those two pay-per-views we talked about.
1: How would you like this if they, they booked it a... Um... Sami Zayn versus Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in the main event at, at SummerSlam or at WrestleMania. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna have no. You don't get a title match. You get that. No. You get that. Actually, I take it back. No, Sammy Zayn. Sami Zayn is when Chris Jericho wins, and you get Chris Jericho and Chris Owens versus Kevin Seth Rollins and.
0: No. So if that's the
1: case, and then, and then you're gonna get six months
0: of them fighting before you get that that match. If that's the case, you, we've already had about that many. You have to have the champions of that match get the two belts. And then the next night of Raw, they fight to see who wins the Universal Championship. Loser gets the U.S. Championship.
1: How, what if, about, what how if, about that for a little bit of a... What if uh, somehow Seth Rollins wins uh, the tag championships with Roman while Roman wins wins the... Oh, there's so many belts. There's not enough You just belts. want Roman to have all of them. That's where you're getting at, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Seth Rollins wins the Cruiserweight... Roman wins the U.S. Nope, is that that's not 205? Rollins wins the cruiserweight. Um, nope, Jericho would have to win the cruiserweight. Okay, no, no, here we go, here we go, here we go. Rollins wins the cruiserweight. Reigns wins the U.S. Owens is the universal. And then him and Jericho are tag champions. So They all have belts. Winner takes all. Winner takes all the belts in all the glory. Seth Rollins is currently slated at 217 pounds. All he does is CrossFit. He could just stop eating for two days and get down to two hundred five. If you give up that many vegetables, do you lose that much weight? You have to ask Daniel Bryan,
0: Trey. Since you're good friends with him, can you ask Daniel Bryan that for us? And you always put a T on the end of his name. I've noticed that.
1: Yeah, it's a habit. Um, I have to remind myself his actual name is Brian. So that's yeah, why Brian he's Daniel. Danderson. That's why, yeah, exactly. That's why he's Daniel Bryan. But I have a tendency of calling him Daniel Bryan. Um, why? Why is he so? He's not chubby. He just he just looks terrible in a sweater. You could you couldn't do it. You couldn't kill the whole thing without saying a bad thing about Daniel Bryan, could you? WrestleMania thirty is one of my favorite pay per views of all time.
0: Oh
2: my god
0: Alright, let's get to the last finishing maneuver. Um we talked about it a little bit earlier, but there's a two hour pre show that starts at four central. Then you have probably four hours worth of Royal Rumble. That's just too much, right?
1: You're forgetting the two hours on Saturday night for TakeOver.
0: But for TakeOver. And then you also have three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, hour of 205, half an hour of Talking Smack and Raw Talk combined. That's a lot in a row. Oh, NXT is in there the next day. I'm just talking about simple length of a single pay-per-view outside of Mania. Are they overdoing it trying to make these big four actual big four? Somebody oh uh
1: Charlie said it today. It was um he was like, you know, we haven't had a pay-per-view in a while. I was like it's been a month. It's been like, this is how long it's been. Like this is normal length. Yeah. And I was like, you realize once we get out of summer or Royal rumble, rumble, we go straight in the, into into elimination two, 2
0: every other week.
1: Yeah. So, enjoy this little like break, but um do you know Fox Sports 1 is a sponsor of the NXT Takeover? I did not. Sorry, that's weird. Alright, so we're gonna finish up with our match of the week. Jason, go ahead and take this over. Well, click quickly, I wanted to uh can we talk about Rumble and and Takeover quick? Do you want to cover those matches? No? No, I don't want to give away predictions. It's a pretty close well, What about right what about now. what about NXT? Go ahead. All right. Uh, in NXT, you have it's five matches for the night. Uh, the first match, Roderick Strong versus uh, Cien Almes. I'm talking about the guy with the pork pie hat. Or the I'm going to pick Roderick. Roderick Strong. I'm excited to see that guy wrestling in NXT. He's a good wrestler. Um, next up, we have Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. Eric Young's the guy with the big beard. Eric Young's going to win because Ty Dillinger is going to be in the Rumble at 10. I hope so, so much. He That's has to. So much.
0: He has to. That's because or else he has to wait another year because you don't premiere him outside of the Royal Rumble or else you're fucking idiots. you stupid idiots. Well, you know, so
1: Eric, i pick, or you maybe give him a little hot streak going into the Rumble and have Ty Gillinger win. He can't get any hotter than he is right now. So I can't imagine a win doesn't hurt him. Like, like winning just whatever. Yeah. So who you um, got in that match? I don't know. I think Eric Young, just because you have to build sanity. Yeah. Um, uh, People are going to love Ty Dillinger because he's, He's like Tyler Breeze. He's gonna be lovely. Like you're gonna love him until they stop showing him, and then you're gonna forget about him. Yep. Uh, next he's, up,
0: he's gonna wear a Reno 911 costume.
1: Yeah, it says "Fashion Popo" on the back of their tights. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> All
0: right, next match.
1: Uh, the ladies' match. It's Oscar versus Nikki Cross versus Billy Kay versus Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are tag partners. I don't know if they have tags, but, you know they're they're friends. Nikki Cross is in, in Insanity.
0: insanity which she's really good, actually.
1: She is really good. Uh, and Asuka is going a human wrecking ball. Yeah, she's she's going to win. She's going to beat the bejesus. Until
0: hope. Ember Moon comes up right before WrestleMania. WrestleMania.
1: She's good. She's good. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun to watch Asuka beat three other women in one match. Um, and show it off. Next up, uh, I think is going to be one of the matches tonight. There's only two left, but I think this match is going to be really good. You get the champions and hashtag DIY, Gargano and Ciampa. Versus the Authors of Pain with Paul Ellering for the titles. Who do you have? I mean, I, you've seen Authors of Pain, right? I know you've seen they're Gargano really good, and yeah. Those I, guys are, are two monsters who can move, and they're both really good.
0: I'm going to go Gargano and I don't think they're going to get called up, and you're not going to have them lose until they're ready to get
1: called up. Fair enough. I think with the Revival winning and becoming a two-time, I think they're a three-time now. Um, but there definitely is a two-time. Having someone be the first two-time I think opens the door that – Gargano, Chapa can lose, yeah. and then get it back.
0: Well, that was a big thing with NXT. Once you lost title, you moved on. Yeah, Everyone knew you didn't come back, which
1: Samoa Joe was the first two-time. And now we have two two-times. We have him and uh, Nakamura. Yes. So I think that's kind of opened the door and, and, and leaned on, okay, we can have two times.
0: And it actually puts a lot more stability in that brand because yes. you, don't, you don't know. As soon as they lose, they're gone. It keeps you guessing.
1: It's pretty evident sometimes, though. Um, I mean... Samoa Joe's not even on this card. No, because he's going to be in the Rumble. And our championship match, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode, the battle of the best entrances in WWE. I don't know. I half want to see them take it off of Shinsuke. I want to see Roode win
0: this, but I don't think he's going to. All
1: right. Well, if they take it off Shinsuke, for him to win it back, he'd have to be the first three-time champion. Mm-hmm. Um, You think Shinsuke's ready to come up?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Shinsuke ends up in the Elimination Chamber match.
1: So you're saying he's going to end up in SmackDown?
0: I think he definitely goes to SmackDown.
1: Him and Joe? There's talks of Joe going to SmackDown for the simple fact that he's a heel and that brand is lacking in, in, in heels. They're lacking in faces. Are you kidding me? Just bodies in general.
0: Well, that too. But they have great heels. Corbin. Wyatt. Yeah. Um, AJ, he's supposed to be a heel. Supposed to be, but he ain't. Same way Randy Orton is. Well, Randy Orton's falling
1: into that right now because of... Randy Orton, when they were in, I don't remember, town there, wherever they were, like, they chanted the hell out of him. He was supposed to be a straight heel. That was in Baton Rouge. Oh, was it? Yeah, I was there. I was chanting. (laughs) (laughs) Your fault. You're welcome. Your fault. But no,
0: I, I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot of heels in wrestling right now in general. What heels
1: do they have in Raw? Strowman, okay um lesnar
0: eh. uh, no, 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 no. i'd put him at the same owens as like Randy jericho i don't think that they're, they're the same as um, Styles. i don't think
1: they're the same level as styles i do everyone loves aj the Smarks love owens and jericho then if that i don't like know. like he's a he's a heel that people like because it's fun to like the heels no jericho's
0: The most over character right now in wrestling.
1: Mmm. Mmm. Good discussion. Yes. Good discussion. We can save that for another time. Uh, But Nakamura, Bobby Roode. I'm going to say Nakamura wins it. I think so too.
0: Uh, I would want Bobby Roode too, because that'd be great for his character. Imagine that kind of like pompousness with a belt on.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. Whenever he gets it, it's going to be amazing. Yes.
0: And, and I think he needs a title reign before he comes up.
1: Oh, easily. He if wears, he comes up. He wears the flare robes. He's, the, the whole theme song is glorious. It's like 12 minutes of him just standing there on his entrance. So put a belt on that and it's going to be amazing. All right. Match of the week.
2: That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best
0: that this world has to offer. Jason. Say something
1: stupid. This week's match of the week is is an older one. It's from I believe the 80s. Uh recently I've been listening to a few podcasts and there's uh there's one specifically and it's called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Bruce Pritchard and uh, you might know Bruce Pritchard as his brother love back from the, the WWE in the 90s
0: but you need to make sure you listen
1: to our podcast first. Yeah, well, he, you know, he said something I was listening to today. This isn't a contest, it's more of a uh, you know, a brotherhood. brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> um but to be fair, he was also known for, I may love you, but it doesn't mean I like you. But he has a really good podcast where he does a lot of in-depth stuff. He was very um, in with with Vince and Pat Patterson and, and throughout the years of booking stuff. And he tells a lot of really good stories. Um, but one of these stories in one of the podcasts they do, they talk about Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, I won't go into too much, but he was a very hot agent when NWA... Mid, or when i'm sorry when mid-south started to shut down down here and in houston and in the southeast and uh crockett promotions was going after him vince was going after him with the wwf and he had this like back and forth and before that when he was wrestling in mid-south he had a match in houston against or he, he would tour in a program with with duggan jim high star jim duggan and they would they would have different stipulations in different towns like they would have a Ladder, not a ladder match, but a steel cage match, and a no disqualification match, and a submission match, and a best two out of three falls match. So every like you know every night they'd have a different stipulation. And Bruce Fritchard was talking about it, and he said that they got a letter from Vince, or someone got a letter from Vince, or whoever they were in charge of booking at that time, and they said that the match was going to be a steel cage match. There was also going to be a coal miner's glove on a pole in the same match, which is basically just a leather glove with, like, a chain wrapped around it. Also, both wrestlers were going to be in tuxedos. So, it was a tuxedo, coal miner on a pole, a glove on a coal match, ladder match, or cage match. Because they basically just decided, screw it, we're going to shove all of these things into one match. And it's this fun match from the 80s where there's a lot of blood and a lot of stiff shots, and it's kind of, you know, just fun to watch. Uh, the copy I found online's a little bootleg, but it is enjoyable. It's only 14 minutes. It's good to watch. There's some good storytelling in this match. Going into it, DiBiase kind of a coward. He doesn't want to fight him. He uh, he's, he's standing outside the ring. They have to start a count. Like, they ring the bell and start a count on him. So he gets in the ring. What? There's also a moment in the match where DiBiase down. He goes to, like, jump out the ropes like Kevin Owens does. And, you know, there's a cage there's there. There's a cage. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, oh, damn it. Oh, shit. What do I do? So there's some there's a, some really fun storytelling in this match. So it's a really good match. Um, so that's the match of the week. It's Hacksaw Jim Duggan and um, Ted DiBiase from Mid-South Wrestling. And we'll get that as well as all the other things we talked about posted onto the group. Last thing, who's winning the Rumble? This doesn't affect our, our choices. Who's winning the Rumble? I'm very torn. I don't think it's going
0: to be one of the old people. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be one of the young ones. I could easily see Sami Zayn doing it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go out. I'm going to say Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is out in the match. All right, fine. That's fine. I'm going Samoa Joe's out in the match either, so. All right. And that's our podcast for the week. We'll see y'all next week.
2: Thanks.